They offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Seem like odd gifts for a baby. But when you consider who this baby is, they seem entirely appropriate. Gold, because he's the king. Frankincense, God. Our prayers rise like incense. Myrrh, used to prepare a body for burial. This baby will one day die for us, give his life. As Trevor pointed out, all the verses of our opening song were important, and the very fifth one kind of summarizes it, uh, king and God and sacrifice. Now, these gifts, these offerings of the Magi, open our eyes to who this baby is. The question I have for you this morning is, now that we know who this baby is, what kind of gifts do we offer? What gifts do we bring to our God? What, what do we offer? Well, what can you give someone who's got everything, right? What do you give to somebody who's given everything to you? In a few moments, just like with every Mass, I will hold up the bread and the wine. We offer these gifts that God has given us. Uh, bread of the earth, fruit of the vine. And what we do with them, they are what allow us to unite our offering to the offering of Jesus. Every Mass is we are uh, honoring, celebrating Jesus, uh, giving himself for our sake, offering himself to God the Father. Every Mass is our opportunity to unite our offering to that of Jesus. And so I always like to, with that bread and the wine, is just to kind of imagine putting on that, that plate of the bread uh, everything that's gone before us this past week, your, your joys, your sorrows, your disappointments, your victories, offer them to God. And then with the chalice, with the cup, uh, pour into that cup. This upcoming week, the things on your calendar, the things maybe that you weren't planning on, offer those to God too. And then at the end of that offering, uh, the priest says, pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice, that is my offering, and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. And you reply, may the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Every time we gather at Mass is every bit as significant as what the Magi did when they visited the Christ child and offered their gifts. Now, when we think about offering, I think this really gets at the heart of the meaning of stewardship. Stewardship is we offer back to God what God has first given to us as a sign of our recognition that everything we have comes from God. As a parish community, we speak about the stewardship of time, talent, and treasure. And we usually address the stewardship of time at the beginning of the year, right now. Talent, a little bit later in March, typically. And then treasure, usually in the fall. And so this morning, just to think about the stewardship of time. Every year, every month, Every day, every hour, every minute, every second, 
is a gift from God. How do we give back the first part of that to God as a sign that it all comes from God? In your bulletin this week, there is an insert, and it's called The Stewardship of Time. And you'll see that this year we're putting a special emphasis as, as it connects to the Bible. Bishop Boyer has declared this to be the year of the Bible. So we really want to encourage you is to think about how we can use this time that God has given us to become more acquainted with the scriptures, to pray with the scriptures. Okay, And so on this sheet, there's, there's several different suggestions of how to do that. One is, is um, as individuals, uh, you know, we, we hear the Sunday readings when we gather. It's, it's, I think it's always good to look at the readings ahead of time. You can do that online on, in, in the bulletin. We always have uh, on the front, it lists this Sunday's readings and the readings for next week. And if you want to see the readings for each day, you can go to the USCCB's website. Uh, you can even hear a homily on them, too. This year, the bishop has been encouraging us to read a chapter of the Bible a day. And so every morning, I get a text from the bishop, and I'm guessing that many of you do, too. And so we've been doing this for about a month, and here's what I've observed. You know, it's been great to work through, like right now we're up to chapter 25 of Matthew's gospel. And Matthew's gospel is the one that we heard on the Sundays this past year. So it's kind of like a chance to kind of hear uh, again what we've heard throughout this year. Although you become aware as you look, go through each chapter, we, not everything's included. So it's picking up on some things we missed. But my observation of doing it so far is well, it's good to have that sense of, of going through a, really almost all the Bible by the end of this year. It it's, feels like it's too much to pray. Uh, a chapter is a lot, okay? And I find it helpful just to kind of see, maybe just choose a few verses or, or even just at the end of the text it mentions a question to ask and, and, and to see where the Lord is leading you to focus on and I think a really good way to, to pray the scripture, not just simply to read it, is to use what's called Lexio Divina. And there's a description of it in the bulletin this week of, of how to do that with taking any passage from scripture. And so I encourage you to, to use that. Sometimes it's helpful to do it together as a group. And so Laura Kastner, our uh, adult faith formation person, uh, there's an online group, and it's mentioned in the bulletin, the second Thursday of each month from January through November. And you can participate once or every month. It's up to you. It's at 7 o'clock. You can join it online. There's the ID number. Or if you don't have online access, there's a phone number. You call and then enter the PIN number, and you can enter that way. I did notice the bulletin article this week. The phone number is a bit jarbled up, but it looks like it's right for next week's bulletin, okay? Uh, now, as a family, there's some suggestions on this sheet. One is set up a sacred prayer space in your home, and then it gives a URL of how to do that. 
Well, yesterday morning I thought, you know what, if I'm going to be talking about it, I'd better actually plug in and see if it works or not. And so I did, and what appeared on my computer screen was a very helpful video of a woman uh, with, some, I think, some helpful recommendations of how to set up a prayer space in your home for your family. And then another item within the parish is uh, Jesus is the one we want to get to know through our reading of the scripture. So there is a uh, Bible study from January 20th through March 31st on Wednesday evenings, Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. So I encourage your participation in that as well. Now, back to Epiphany. One of the customs that's been around for several centuries, and we've been doing it at our parish every year on Epiphany, is uh, the house blessing with chalk. Okay, And there are pieces of chalk available in the baskets in the back of church. Every household is welcome to take one home with you today. And the tradition is, is you uh, bless the, the entranceway, the, the lintel piece over your whatever door you enter, uh, with in the name of the of the traditional names of the three wise men, Casper, Melchior, and Bethazer, you put the the year 2021, and it, it's it's a, and there's a prayer of blessing to bless everybody who enters, uh, whether people that live there or visitors. Well, as I was doing that with my house, um, what struck me is I've not had very many visitors lately, and it's felt. You know, at some point I'm going to be putting my Christmas tree away, and I don't know if anybody's even seen it besides me. There's it, it, a certain sadness, isn't there? Usually this is the time of year we have family and friends that come in, and we welcome them into our homes, and that's not happening this year. And I think we're tempted to, oh, what the heck, I'll just go ahead and do it anyway. Well, earlier this week I got a, text from one of my friends, one of my priest friends, and uh, he had invited a priest friend into the rectory. Well, that priest friend ended up testing positive to COVID. And so ever since then, my friend has been very sick, and he's canceled. All, there's no mass at his parish this weekend. So, Make sure you practice the COVID guidelines, I guess, is my own recommendation, all right? So keep wearing the mask and the distancing and all the rest. That It's essential to continue to do that for our safety, but also for the safety of the healthcare workers and everybody in our society. Now, should we still do a house blessing? Absolutely. Uh, I'm guessing, are you like me? Are you spending more time in your house this year than any other time? Well, that means your house really needs a blessing, okay? And the first part of a house blessing is just to bring to your awareness, you know, what we celebrate at Christmas is God chose to dwell among us, okay? God wants to dwell in your house. Invite Jesus into your home. That's the most crucial part right there, to be aware of God's presence in your home. Secondly, I'm guessing you're spending a lot more time with the other people who live in your house than you normally do. Would that be true to say? And whether you live alone or with other people, I think it's crucial that you say a prayer 
for them and with them. Pray for patience, pray for forgiveness, pray for whatever it is we need to do in order to live in love and community with one another. Okay? So that's part of the house blessing. Now, even if not that many people might be entering our door of our house, people still come into our house, don't they? Have you been using your phone more than you normally do? Well, I'd take this piece of chalk. I don't know how it works on plastic and glass of phones, but somehow ask a blessing on God's on, on your phone, a, blast, a blessing of God. And for the people that you talk to, whether for school or work or for pleasure, uh, ask a blessing on those you communicate with, whether on your phone or the iPad. What about the TV? Are you watching more TV this year? Okay. I'm going to suggest you do a blessing on your remote control. Ask a blessing on which channels you select, which programs you watch, and especially ask a blessing on the on-off switch that we might have the wisdom and the prudence to shut it off when there's time just to shut it off. So, today we celebrate Epiphany, the Magi, who brought their offerings to the newborn baby Jesus. What can we offer the Lord this year? God who has given everything to us.